0: In this episode, we talk about The Last of Us, All Elite Wrestling, an unfortunate poopocalypse, and issues with SoundCloud and Batwoman. Then we review Season 1 of The Boys, Disney Plus, and Teen Titans Go vs. Teen Titans. All this and more on The Geek Generation. Hey now, welcome to the Geek Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio by Mike Volpe. Hello. And Paul O.
1: Oh, hello. How are we, boys? We are good. Excellent. We are approaching the end of No Nut November. <laughs> oh? <laughs> Do you participate or was it just a default? I mean, involuntarily. Yes. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Uh, some stuff to talk about at the top of the show very quickly before we get to our geek outs and freak outs one is that I participated in a charity event recently uh, which is called Metal Meal Meltdown it is a bunch of Twitch streamers that are all doing cooking or baking streams over the course of a week it was eight days long uh, and we're all raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital I did my shift for like three hours or so raised a little over $300 which was cool The event over the course of eight days raised over $46,000. Oh, they made their goal.
2: Wasn't it 40?
0: It was 40, yeah. And they crushed the goal, which is fantastic. So over the three years, they've only been doing this for three years now. And with this having been the third year, they are very close to hitting $100,000 raised over just three years. Nice. So it's a fantastic event that I've uh, had the privilege of participating in the last two years. And, uh, I know I'll be back next year, so I'm super excited for it. But yeah, anytime you get a reason to do something for charity, I don't have the money that I can be throwing at charities all the time. So if I can raise a little money by attempting to be entertaining, like then, doing what you
1: do, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. If it's just what I'm doing anyway, and I can help people make some money. But I did, uh, I did a baking stream and people can see the pictures on my Instagram if they want for the untitled goose game i made a custom cookie cutter yeah. i never made a custom cookie cutter before and i found that i could buy the aluminum strips uh-huh. and one of the one of the sides is like folded over like uh-huh. a cookie cutter would be because mm-hmm. nor- otherwise you'd have like two sharp ends yeah, yeah, yeah so one of them's folded over already and then you just bend it into whatever shape you want so it's kind of cool how did you bend the shape I just use like needle nose pliers so i printed out a picture of the goose uh-huh. yeah and i just freehand wow like, yeah it came
2: out really good they do
0: have kits you can buy yeah. where you can like bend it around circles uh-huh. or uh-huh.
2: certain
1: angles or whatever yeah
0: and i was like i'll just freeform it. you just did it with
1: pliers mm-hmm. that's pretty good because i saw a picture of the cookie cutter and i thought wow they made the the goose game cookie yeah. cutter like, <laughs> right right <laughs> It's more popular than I thought. It's a very niche sort of like yeah, thing where yeah. like you make cookie cutters based on video games. Like wow, not but a bad idea. I mean that, that that's pretty cool. I'll start it them. <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. So that was cool. Um, also, I didn't put this into my geeky of freakouts because it's kind of an in progress type thing. But I'm actually playing a horror video game.
2: I oh. thought so, and I was like, wait a minute. Is Rob playing a horror game? No way. Is this the end to horror? Is this where it begins? No, this is not the end to horror. What were you playing?
0: I'm playing The Last of Us.
1: Okay, okay. So that's thought you were playing. That's like horror, but you can choose to not play horror. Like you can just like like run and gun through the whole game, can't you? I
0: guess you could. Depending on the section you're in, it can be hard. There are a couple places like you have to stealth through. Oh, okay. You're just not going to survive otherwise. But based on it being a Naughty Dog game, mm-hmm. and I've just heard so much good stuff about the story over the years. Yeah, I was like, I have to, I have to do it. I will say the first time, the first session that I sat with it, I was so frustrated with how hard it was that I was yeah. like, I'm not playing this anymore. Yeah. This is like stupidly hard. The is there a difficulty setting, doing-
2: or is it just a standard setting? No, there is.
0: I'm I'm playing on easy but even if like you are not easy it, no yeah. i'm playing on normal because i refuse to play on easy
1: <laughs> <laughs> i refuse to be an idiot <laughs> exactly
0: but no it's it's worth it uh i i still don't like being in an environment where there are something even remotely close to zombies in it even though they're not yeah. technically zombies they're what close are they? Enough. They're, they're, like, they're,
1: they're like fungus heads, right? Or something. Like yeah, that. they're called
0: clickers. Yeah. yeah so yeah. at first they become infected, uh-huh. and then they're kind of crazy, and they're more like zombies in yeah. that way. But then as the fungus keeps growing, it kind of takes over, and then they become blind, and they're completely sound dependent. So if oh those, God. if those clickers get you, and they make like a click for like uh-huh. sonar reasons because they can't see. Yeah. But if if they hear you and they go after you, they're like one hit kills. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, like you can fight off an oh, infected. Oh, that's stressful. But a clicker unless you have like a shiv <laughs> and you have a certain ability, uh-huh. but you have limited shivs too. So
1: Which is weird because people make shivs in prison
0: and those. You can don't... make more. Oh, okay. You can only carry so many at uh, a time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I would know. I mean just, you know, prison right. movies. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Uh so that's been good. Also, One more thing, just a heads up, if people are enjoying the show, not only this, but other shows on the Geek Generation Network, we do have a Patreon page that you can support the show on for like as low as $2 a month if you want to. But if you feel like giving more, there are additional benefits for other tiers. There are right now at least 10 hours of audio content on the Patreon. So if you hop in at that level, you have access to all of that right away. Those 10 hours of bonus podcasts. And then we're going to continue putting up new stuff every month. So uh, the geek generation dot com slash support or Patreon dot com slash the geek generation. Both will take you to the same place. And then uh, if you if you want to throw a few bucks our way, we greatly appreciate it.
1: Yeah, this kind of goes with no, not November. Right. Because, you know, yeah, like, you know, the like, you don't want to be tempted by, you know, your favorite Instagram <laughs> models, like OnlyFans page. Right? right. I mean, forget about them for a month and, you know, throw some money at the geek generation. Makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. There's no promises that you won't nut to geek generation content because it is some, so good some stuff. Let me tell you, we've had but, episodes there. I mean, <laughs> it's highly unlikely unless the sound of Rob's voice is just really getting to you. It could. Sometimes
0: I do get really close to the microphone and I just whisper
1: <laughs> ASMR.
0: <laughs> is this turning you on? All right. So let's get into our geek outs.
1: Yay. Follow. Okay, uh, so my first geek out is actually a movie that I only recently saw, even though it's been out for a while. It's called The Farewell. Uh, it stars Aquafina. So you might have seen her in uh, Crazy Rich Asians or the female reboot of Ocean's Eleven. Um, her star has like kind of been on the rise for the entirety mm-hmm. of 2019. Uh, she's gonna be in the new Jumaji movie, apparently. Like I did not know that until today.
0: And the new Disney animated movie, the the one with the dragon, the last dragon, whatever it was.
1: Oh yeah, that one too. Yep. Yeah. So um <laughs> so the movie was an indie indie ish sort of movie directed by Lulu Wang, who I had not heard of until this movie. But it kinda it follows the the story of like her true life experience. So I mean, this isn't really spoiling anything, but the whole the entire premise of the movie is that aquafina's character billy her grandmother is dying in china and the entire family decides to lie to her about it Mm. it kind of starts small with uh the grandma's uh sister saying like they they went to the doctor for some reason and then the grandma's sister is like makes this decision in the hallway to like kind of not tell grandma that she's dying of like lung cancer and has like three months to live right and so she's just like Oh no you're fine don't worry like everything's fine mm-hmm. and then the entire movie is just kind of like every member of this family dealing with like the cultural struggles but also just like the idea that you know their matriarch is slowly dying and that they have to somehow maintain the lie you know for her benefit mm-hmm. sort of um there's a line there's a line at one part in the movie where they're like you know your grandfather like he had cancer too and when we told him it killed him Oh and wow. so like oh, wow. the idea its it's very like contrary to like american or like western culture where like you know we have this idea where everybody needs to be informed of everything all the time mm-hmm. in fact i think in america like if you lie to somebody about their chronic illness or their terminal illness like that's illegal right and so the the entire movie is just billy who's like you know, she was born in China but raised in America, and her struggling with this idea, especially since she's like the favorite granddaughter of this, you right. know, of the, the grandmother that's dying. And so they all go to China under the premise that one cousin is getting married. Mm-hmm. And this is like further perpetuating the lie, you know, through like a different vehicle. And after that, it's pretty much spoiler. So I can't really talk too much <laughs> right, about right, the rest right. of the plot, but it's a really good movie it's slow and so if you're tired or you know just not in the mood for like a dramatic sort of slow drawn out movie it might not be for you but the reason why I was drawn to it is because I lost my dad earlier this year and so I saw a lot of similarities you Mm -hmm. know at least in just the trailer and then when I watched the movie I was like oh my god and the funny thing about the movie is like I was watching it fully expecting to just like cry the entire time but I didn't Hmm. it was like I was like emotionally constipated somehow because of the way that the movie is structured, you know, they're like, they're lying to grandma. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, I, as an audience member, am somehow like drawn into that. And I felt like afterwards in retrospect, I felt like I was also participating in this somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that speaks to like the quality of the movie, just cause like after, like there was one scene at the end that like really kind of killed me. And that's where I started just, you know, bawling. Sure. Right. But it was like, the entire time I was just like, I can't be sad because this is kind of like the story of the movie. Mm. It was weird. Like, I went in knowing this is what was going to happen, kind of. Yeah. And so I was kind of, even though I was fully expecting it to be sad, I went into it like with this sort of, yeah, like this emotional sort of suppression where like I kind of kept it all down until the very end. Mm. So, I mean, it's a great movie. Um I watched it on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's not it's not free. You have to buy it. But um it's available on Prime and like other uh streaming services or maybe not Netflix, but you know, on streaming services where you can purchase it mm-hmm. or you can just buy it straight up. But um yeah, it's called the the Farewell. You can find it on streaming services or anywhere you buy movies. Cool. Definitely recommend. Um my second geek out is actually an animated version of a movie that was made uh, maybe like three or four years ago. It's a uh, Blade of the Immortal. It's a animated series based on a Takashi Miike movie. So if you're not familiar, Takashi Miike is like the godfather of like Japanese horror. Okay. Like he's made like a shitload of movies that any really? like horror fan is like, oh my God, like this guy is like, it's very gory like his work yeah i'm out yeah <laughs> i'm in mike's in, Tag in. Yeah. exactly the, like the the live action movie that was made three or four years ago is very gory and it's yeah. like the entire premise of the movie is that
2: of the same title
1: yeah yeah the the animated one is a series so it's broken up mm. but the the live action movie is a like a two-hour movie cool thing so the, it follows the story of this character named manji he's a guy who can't die and he's known as, like, the thousand-man killer. In fact, Manji, in Japanese, is, like, the thousand-man killer. Hmm. And he's kind of just, like, this roaming, like, killer, basically, until he comes upon a, this sort of samurai cult, right? And they're going around the country killing all the masters of each martial arts dojo to, like, establish their dominance, right? And make themselves the, like, sort of de facto, like, military presence for the the shogun in that area who's like in charge of the military in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, And they want to spread their, their cult like influence that way. So they go to this one particular dojo and they kill the master who leaves a daughter who seeks vengeance on, you know, this cult. And so she runs into Manji who's the thousand man killer and she sees what he's capable of and recruits him to exact her revenge on the cult. The characters are very sort of as with, like a lot of Takashi Miike films like they're very sort of damaged like they're not perfect people mm-hmm. like all like everyone is just kind of nobody's really good they're closer they're like more like bad guys but different degrees of bad okay and so um yeah the animated series does a lot that the live action series couldn't obviously mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of things that um animators are able to accomplish visually that that live action is unable to, although the Takashi Miki one is the version, the movie Mm -hmm. is really gory, (laughs) like just, just so much blood. (laughs) And so that, that doesn't really carry over to the animated series because you don't, I mean, you kind of expect it almost, Mm -hmm. you know? So that is sort of toned down a bit, but the animated series does is able to do a lot. And I really enjoyed it. Again, this is available on Amazon prime. And if you have prime, it's free. So oh, cool. Um definitely something that is worth checking okay, both out. Both films or just the animated? Do the animated ones available on Prime? I, th- I So wanted- are
2: these done in Japanese and
1: then dubbed over into English? They're just subtitled. Yeah. Or at least oh, the okay. ones that I've seen are subtitled. Okay. Um I would imagine with Prime you might be able to select the language maybe. Yeah. Um because you know you're able to do that with Netflix. I just never tried, but yeah, uh definitely give it a look. I would even give tell Rob you to you to give it a look because the animated version is not as gory. Yeah, it's more like fighting. It's more action based than horror based. So cool. if you have a moment, give it a shot. But those are my geeks who guys. has moments. This moment <laughs> thing, how does that work? Um, I'm I mean, still so catching up moments? on so much
0: stuff. I know, right? I am.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the 30 minutes I have before. After I put children <laughs> to bed and before I fall asleep. Mostly while I'm taking a dump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prop the phone up in front of me and that's it.
2: Yep. That's it for my geek outs. Volpe. All right. So I know a lot of our fan base tends to not be big wrestling fans. It seems. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. I, I don't know. It seems, I feel like the feedback we've gotten in the past. Anyway, I understand you're not watching wrestling, but wrestling is evolving quickly. Like it's not just WWE anymore. The NWA is back with a streaming show every Tuesday night on YouTube mm-hmm. and then there's All Elite Wrestling that's out on TNT which is where WCW used to be mm-hmm. uh airing and both shows are fantastic like absolutely phenomenal it's right back to that feeling of like the late 90s early 2000s where there's freedom for the wrestlers Mm -hmm. to express themselves and cut their own promos and put together their own matches it's not overproduced super flashy wrestling it's got that that bit of grit to it again
0: it's interesting that you phrase it that way because i watched now that cm punk is on wwe backstage so in in case people don't know punk's been out of wrestling for about six years yeah and he was just recently hired by fox not by wwe He was hired by Fox to be part of a,
2: it's an after show, right? I think honestly, uh, I don't even, I'm not I familiar. I have divorced the okay. WWE. Yeah. I have not watched a single thing <laughs> since the end of September. Mm-hmm. And I know that he was on the show and I haven't even watched the clips okay. of it. Cause I'm just like, I am, I'm, you blew my trust.
0: Bro. Since SmackDown is on Fox now, Fox is taking full advantage of it. And they have the WWE backstage yep. show. So he did, it was, it kind of blew everyone's mind when he came out as someone who hasn't been too kind about the way he's spoken about Mm -hmm. WWE since leaving because they took advantage of him in a lot of ways and he was having some health issues and they weren't really thoughtful about those either. But he came in and one of the things he said, he's like, I can be critical and not worried about getting fired because I don't work for WWE. Yeah. I work for Fox. And one of the things that he said is exactly what you just said. He was like, wrestlers need to be allowed to bring forth their personalities into their characters because the most of the successful wrestlers have the opportunity to do that. They need to be given that freedom. Mm-hmm. They need to be not micromanaged and overproduced the way that WWE
2: does it. Yeah, yeah I listen to uh, Busted Open Radio and actually Bubba Ray, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, and then the host, Dave LaGreca, run the show. Mm-hmm. They're all on it. And they're always talking about that. And it's the same thing, you know, because one of them's uh, in Impact, Bully Ray's in Ring of Honor, and there's just freedom there. Mm. But they're constantly talking about the difference between when you're handed a script and they're like, you can't go off of this even by a word. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no freedom mm-hmm. and it shows because there's no emotion. If you're told you have to say certain things, how do you get the emotion behind it? It's not your words. Yeah. Somebody's putting words in your mouth, but it's it's a really a, a fresh of breath air, the two new companies. Not necessarily new. NWA's been around forever. It's even a breath of fresh air. What did he say? <laughs> you, right. you said it backwards. What a breath of fresh air.
0: You said a fresh of breath air. Did I? Yeah.
2: Huh. And that's the- and, and nobody caught that but you yeah, all right. Well well, <laughs> well, you know what I mean, everybody. Everybody knows what I mean. Uh but it is fantastic. Both shows have been on TV, I think now seven weeks, and they just continue to get better. You can tell where they're making mistakes and then it's corrected. There's there's good people behind the scenes. You know, uh, the lead singer from the Smashing Pumpkins owns NWA. Oh, Billy Corgan. Billy yeah. Corgan, and really? then, he used yeah. to
0: own Impact or be like a co-owner yeah, or co-producer. He, tried,
2: he wanted to buy it, and then I guess something went
0: okay. wrong. And oh yeah, he's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, that is it's not weird, something right? I knew. Yeah, no. it doesn't seem like it would be part of his personality. And the guy he who loves owns it.
2: AEW is the Con family, Tony Con, and they own the Jacksonville. Jaguars, Jaguar's I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, they've got the money. I mean, uh-huh. I think he's worth 6 billion dollars. Yeah. Vince is worth 3? No, 2 billion. So, oh wow. he could buy WWE and just get rid of it if he they're wanted to. That, no, yeah. They're not selling that. No, they're not going to. But <laughs> if if wrestling was your thing in the 90s and the early 2000s, you got out of it because WWE got stale. It's definitely worth giving these a shot. Like it really gets you amped up. It gets that feeling back to where it was and it's it's nostalgia. But it's evolved.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
2: it's not just like it wears off. It really, they're great shows.
0: Yeah. I did watch the debut episode of AEW. Mm-hmm. And like I, we were texting about it. And the, the only critique I really had is that they needed a better matchbooker just because yeah. they were repeating certain spots too often throughout one show, right. which is something that you don't want to do. I don't know if that's based on the fact that they have as much freedom as they do. But even when we were doing shows on the indie level, we would still tell someone what our high spots were going to be to make sure that we weren't doing the same things from match to match. So even at the level we were at, which was pretty low that was still being
2: managed. So yeah, for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, if somebody was going to do a a big spot out of the ring or a, a off, you know, stop the, the you know, the bad guy stops the good guy for a minute. Mm-hmm. If it was something a little different, we wanted to make sure that nobody else did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd mm-hmm. be like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to hit him with a huge, or if somebody's finisher was a DDT. Yeah. You like you'd, you'd want to let him know, hey, my finisher's is a DDT. What nobody do, do one during a match because it takes away from what mm-hmm. I'm yeah. doing. So yeah, th- it has definitely gotten better. You don't see the same repetitive stuff. Yeah. Cool. They've, they've, they've evolved and they have a good team behind them. You know, Billy Gunn, Dean Malenko. Oh, for yeah. wrestling Dean fans, there's yeah. no names. There's there's a lot of good guys behind the scenes in both shows. Mm-hmm. So it's just great. I mean, if you were a wrestling fan, you definitely owe it to yourself to to give this a shot. Because I think you'll enjoy one or both of the shows. Cool. All right. Uh, so my geek out
0: is a geek out for me, but a freak out for my health, maybe. Okay, I like where he's going with this because the like holiday Christmas seasonal foods are all out in yeah. grocery stores and everything. Uh huh. And Target's Wonder Shop is my undoing. Wonder Shop <laughs> is are this like the holiday
1: it? section? Just, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh
0: my god! So every every Christmas, Target gets all that stuff that's like seasonal to Christmas. Like they'll come out with all those tubs of popcorns. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the the buttered toffee with mm. the almonds and stuff, and uh-huh. they have like six different flavors this year Ooh. then they of course like peppermint bark oreos are yes. back in general so that's that's a big one and then i am a sucker for those like <laughs> beef logs like the hickory oh the, the oh. cheese, the cheese and yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like you buy yes. those and then it'll take me like i'll slice them pretty damn thin so it takes me a while to go through them, but get those with like the uh the like butterfly butter crackers. Uh-huh. Yep, it's so friggin' good. <laughs> I love that stuff. I'm a sucker for holiday based food things, mm-hmm. which is why I'm never getting in shape because it feels like we're always in the next holiday. And yeah, it yeah. Is more specific. But it's everywhere you look. It is, and Christmas is the best of them. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many awesome seasonal Christmas things, and I know it's only mid November or the end of November. Yeah. So, I'm starting
1: early, but mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this year they kind of completely skipped over Thanksgiving. They skipped over Halloween I, a I was going to
2: say Halloween almost got snapped okay out okay the picture. With the, I don't
1: mind. And, like, Thanksgiving is, like, a big food holiday. But, yeah. like, for some reason, they're just like, okay, we'll move that aside. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go straight to Christmas. But, yeah, like, I, I mean, I work right next to a Target. So, like, I have to go in there sometimes just for errands. And, yeah, the, the holiday shop is, like just obscenely big and noticeable Mm -hmm. like you can so like the target that i work near the holiday shop is in like the back corner from the entrance so it's the exact opposite side of the store Mm -hmm. but but you can see like the tippy tops of whatever red decorations (laughs) they're making and it's over everything else yeah so like it's over like the birthday cards and like you know, the toy things and like the, the big screen, te- like in the back, you just see it. It's like, it's, it's, it's like just t- towering, over, yeah, everything. towering yeah. over everything else. It's like Christmas. <laughs> and you're just like, it's the <laughs> eye of
0: Sauron calling me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's basically it. the eye of Sauron made out of candy canes and cheese logs.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's it, like, I'm a sucker to the point where I could be walking through the snack aisle and see pretzels and be like, yeah, I don't feel like pretzels. But then I go through the Christmas aisle, like, <laughs> Those are pretzels shaped like Christmas trees, mm-hmm. and I feel Aww. like pretzels all of Suddenly, a sudden. Pretzels sound delicious. <laughs>
1: no difference, just a different shape. So you, you like the butter toffee flavor of That's,
0: things? Oh god, I love toffee. It's amazing.
1: So Trader Joe's has these. Uh, I found these just scrolling through Instagram, and I immediately went to Trader Joe's and like oh, cleaned oh out man. their stock. Oh no! <laughs> so Please they have tell these uh, butter toffee pretzels, and so the, each bag is like two ninety nine or something like that. They are incredible. They're like coated? Yeah. So it's like Ooh. a, it's like a, I would say like I, based on the amount of coating that's on the outside, it's a smaller pretzel. Okay. Like the pretzel is somehow thinner than like your yeah. traditional like rolled gold or whatever. Sure. But it's like tossed in this sort of sweet, salty mixture. And like I had one mm-hmm. and then magically the bag was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, and these are not just the Christmas thing. They're available year round. So. Uh oh. Like my kids, they love the dark chocolate pretzels. Mm-hmm. And so we're always going there for that anyway. So now, now we just get dark chocolate pretzels and butter toffee pretzels. The thing that I haven't seen that I had seen in prior years, or at least I
0: haven't seen it yet, are the like chocolate covered potato chips mm. that they were putting out for a while. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if they just skipped that this year, but like I'm not even a huge potato chip fan. Like I don't need potato chips, mm-hmm. but you put them in chocolate and they're damn, good. They they're were really expensive. Really good. They
2: were for for how much you get, but they do that with seasonal things but in general. It was Don't like a, a small a bag. bag was the same sizes or yeah. the same price yeah. as a large, like a family size. Well, well you got yeah, also figure like, that there's there's extra work required
0: oh, and extra material they are required. And, oh, they're amazing, wheat and
1: salty. Yeah, I remember the bag of like the bag of Lay's. Yeah. was like ninety nine cents, but the bag of wavy chocolate cover Lay's mm-hmm. was like three ninety nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like it was definitely like a big jump, but, but I remember still it being worth delicious. Yeah. Like, at some point, like, I, I remember at one point eating the bag. I was like, are we sure there's chips in here? Because I'm, I feel like I'm just eating chocolate. And so I bit into a chip, and then I looked in there, and it's just, like, a dense outer layer of chocolate. Very and dense. And the thinnest potato chip I've ever seen. But it's a good ratio. I guess. I'm like, into
0: it. I don't need that much. I need just a tiny bit of the salt to counter the sweet. So you're
1: like, chocolate!
0: Dude, do you know me?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty <laughs> much yeah. it.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, That's my only geek out, though. So let's switch over to our freak outs.
2: Oh, freak out!
0: All out. Do I freak
2: out? Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I'm, I am I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm so excited
1: for this. If you're a fan of the show, you know that every so often we have... The, the best part is rob right now I, he's just rubbing his face it, like no we it's, go. It,
2: it's because we can't make it through <laughs> no, one I year know. without I <laughs> And,
1: and it, so like i was We're saying, so was close so to the close, end i was just gonna say that yeah if you're a fan of the show you know that we have the best poop stories between us like between the hosts of the show we have yeah. like the best
0: poop between stories. the two of you let's be real
1: and maybe that's just that just speaks to our <laughs> willingness to share and educate.
0: I'm happy to share. I just fortunately have not had to deal.
1: Rob keeps slipping by the uh, yeah, the, like the, he, the noroviruses. The noroviruses <laughs> the-
0: my immune system is next level just because of where I work.
1: Oh yeah, because you're <laughs> a teacher. Mm. Yeah, that's probably right. So about like maybe a month, month and a half ago, my younger son like got a stomach bug that was not debilitating. Like he just had to come home because he had diarrhea. Mm. And so like there was like maybe two or three weeks where like one of us would have to rush over to pick him up and take him home because the policy at daycare is like they can't stay there if they have diarrhea. Yeah. It's like they don't want it to spread. Right. Sure. Which is smart because yeah. you don't want that to happen. So because then that shit will just spread like wildfire. So literally
0: that shit will yeah. spread.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it will burn your butthole like wildfire. Um, And naturally, when something like that happens, And, you know, since he's not fully potty trained yet, it's bound to sort of cross over into other members of the family. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we kept my older son, like, like we quarantined him off. We were like, (laughs) you you play with this iPad and these toys. You cannot go anywhere near your younger brother and you, you, you guys just stay apart. Please step into this bubble, because if you start throwing up and shitting out of your asshole, then we Uh, have a problem because you're bigger and you create more mess, (laughs) which were my famous last words, because then I got the stomach. Oh, no. (laughs) And it was it was weird. Like, I was fully expecting when I got it to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to start throwing up. This is going to be disgusting. I did not throw up once. Hmm. So this was some sort of weird, like lower digestive system issue. But it was sort of like, it, it sidelined me real good for like, I would say three or four days where uh-huh. I was just like in the bed and like fearing for my life that I was going to poop while I was sleeping. Oh, no. I Like I would wake up in like cold sweats, like, oh, and then just like, I would feel a twitch in my butt and I'd be like, oh, and I would just run straight <laughs> to the bathroom. And then just the fucking Satan's trick yeah. of this whole fucking <laughs> illness was that I would sit down on the toilet And then I would have intense, like, gas pain. Like, it felt like there was just, like, this pocket of gas in my lower intestine, and I could not expel it for the life of me. Oh, my God. Like, I was just sitting, I was sitting on the toilet, and I was like, my eyes were bulging out of my face like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall, <laughs> you know when he like smashes his helmet yeah. and he's just like Aah! this
0: air is coming out of me somewhere even if it's my eye sockets. Yeah, yeah. I'm like
1: this is getting, I am, this is, everybody's out, I'm like, everybody out, not that way, No way it came in and I would just try so hard and it wouldn't, and then it would just the pain would fade and I'd just be like well, I guess that's not happening right now so I would go back to bed and that was like maybe like the, the trend for three or four days
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then during that time, I wasn't eating or drinking anything, so I was mm. super weak, right? And then at some point, the pain and that sort of, like, butt twitch feeling was starting to fade, so I thought, oh, I'm getting better. This is good. And then at some point, I was like, I need to eat something. Something mm. needs to happen, oh, right? Oh, no. Because I'm so weak, I'm barely able to get myself, like, around the apartment, right? So my wife is like, do you want something to eat today? I'm like, yeah, maybe just something real easy, like some soup, some bread or something. Yeah, yeah, keep it light. Keep it light. Something that can just go through and not have a lot happen on the way out. (laughs) Good for you, You because when I get sick, I'm like, (laughs) Big Mac. Like, I just crave, like, the worst stuff. Well, this was, like, one of those Uh, things where just, like, my whole body was just like, please, let's just, (laughs) I don't want to poop anymore. Like, (laughs) please, just don't eat anything. Let's just die in bed. (laughs) That was my internal monologue. And then my wife brought home soup, and then it was, like, it, it was the first thing that i had eaten in like maybe three or four days mm-hmm. and so naturally i i ate the soup and then i drank like a a ton of water because i was still like pretty dehydrated mm. and then do you remember from like the first underworld movie where the blood started to drip onto the sleeping like vampire oh my god yeah. and then the 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 flesh of the vampire mm. just like came oh, alive yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what happened in my lower, in my upper and lower (laughs) intestines, because as soon as the soup hit, I just like everything in this whole my stomach region was just like it's like we're alive, and then like I was just so uncomfortable for maybe like I would say like two and a half hours, and then after that, like it felt like a train coming down the tracks nice like i could feel the rumbling and yes. i was like oh no choo choo <laughs> poo-poo. Yeah. all it's aboard like the, the, the poo poo train all like <laughs> pulling into stop next stop paul's toilet and i was like oh my god and so i just ran to the toilet and then just all of that like pent-up sensation that i had for like the last three or four days just all just fucking came rushing out it was just like it was horrible like it was like somebody took a hose and they were spraying it into the toilet that's what it sounded oh, like oh, oh, oh. and then i was like that's great so uncomfortable i thought oh maybe if i move my my torso around in a certain yeah, way yeah. like i will feel less uncomfortable right. and so like i angled my butt the wrong way and then like it was just like <laughs> no. a picasso on the back of the toilet seat <laughs> like you know how toilet seats are white this was like <laughs> like yellow and light brown it was like a starry night, but in only brown and yellow tones. And I was just like, oh my God, this is horrible. And then from outside of the door, I hear like my older son. He's like, the most sheepish I've ever heard. And he's like, dad, are you okay? <laughs> Mommy told me to come over and ask if you were okay. And I was like, just go away. <laughs> Leave daddy. Let alone. daddy die in peace. And so like, After I sufficiently vacated my bowels, I was just like on the ground and like I was so weak. I was weaker than before I'd eaten. So I was like, oh, my God, like
0: this is. Well, yeah, because not only have you not eaten that much to begin with, but now you expended all this energy getting rid of what you did eat. Yeah. And you're probably Uh, like sweating and like just, yeah, I've, I've been
1: there. Yeah, it was a nightmare. And I was on the floor and then. I didn't tell my wife this part because it was really embarrassing, but like I had, you know, I had pulled up my pants and like, I was like kind of curled up on the floor and then I stood up and I was like, my butt feels wet. I was like, why does my butt feel wet? And I was like, shit. And so I pulled down my pants and then I see that it had leaked onto my pants too.
2: Oh Oh my
1: God. And I was like so embarrassed. And so like I, I ran and got one of these little like plastic bags that we put the diapers in. And I just put the thing in my, my underwear in the thing. I'm like, I'm not washing oh, that. That's, yeah. that's sad. And yeah. I just threw it out. And then I just like turned on the shower and I just sat in the shower for a while. And I was just like, this is the worst thing that's ever it happened. It was like, to you're me. a kid again. Yeah. Yeah. This is the absolute worst thing. And then after that, so maybe like the next two, two weeks or so, I was just like taking it easy, you know, and like not really eating too much. Like diet was largely liquid. And then it was just more of that. Like, sort of like fire hose in the toilet thing oh. where it's just like all liquid and then one day it just all stopped i don't know what happened like i didn't really change anything for two weeks and then i had like a solid poop and then it was like the greatest feeling <laughs> i have ever had in my Confetti life goes off fireworks yeah. are exploding like instead of just like that that sound yes. of liquid it was like bloop 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 and i was like <gasps>
0: I'm a human being again. Yeah,
1: and I looked in the toilet. I was like, yes, we did it. So, yeah, that was my uh, poopocalypse story for 2019. Um, Never going back. Sounds miserable.
2: I can only go forward from here.
1: Yeah, I'm investing heavily in bleach and Clorox wipes because I am never going through this again. Yeah, that was it for me.
2: Volpe. All right, so we're going to go from one shitty story to one big piece of shit is what we're (laughs) going to go to. So it has to do with wrestling. The wrestling that was on Tuesday night, one of the color commentators who's been in the wrestling industry for a long time, Jim Cornette, Mm -hmm. made not his first, but his last inappropriate, kind of racist comment. And it happened so quick that, it didn't really register in my mind, but then I jumped on Twitter and I realized that Twitter was having an absolute epic meltdown level fit about what he said. Mm. So, a match is on. One of the guys in the ring is kind of like a hillbilly character, and the other guy is the champion for the company, and he makes the following comment. So, the, the guy who's the hillbilly is a little heavy, mm-hmm. but he can move fast. Like He's a okay. fast, agile guy for his size. Sure. His comment says, he's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. (laughs) I don't even know. So, like, the comment implies that, well, obviously, Ethiopians are going to be darker skinned Mm -hmm. and that since they're darker skinned, they're going to chase after fried chicken and he can get away from them as if he were on a motor school. Like, anyway, Twitter blew up to the point that the next day, and rightfully so, he resigned from the company.
0: Wow, that was such a complex and weird phrase that I literally had to think about it right. for a little longer just to piece it. it together. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: it wasn't like immediately. It wasn't, right. It's not like he was just like, hey, black people suck. Yeah. You know, he was, you know? <laughs> but the thing I think here was that It wasn't his first uh, rodeo in in Uh, somewhat racist comments. Yeah. And people had taken to Twitter and were tweeting that, like, why is this guy being allowed? The other issue was that this was taped. Mm -hmm. So, like, this went through the editing process and somehow slipped by.
1: Well, I mean, we just had that moment right here where we had to unpack it, right? So, like, if an editor, like, it may not even have been, like, the editor didn't know Maybe they just didn't realize it. They didn't you know? catch it. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. so
0: much dialogue they probably listen to that. You hear something like that. And you're just like, oh, he said something about Ethiopians running.
1: Yeah. and Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But
2: the guy is a jerk. Uh-huh. Like he, he goes to social media and all he does is just bash wrestlers and bash this and bash that. How this sucks. The girls suck. The wrestling sucks. Uh uh-huh. And in a nice way, although it's a freak out that it even, like, my freak out, what I'm upset about is that it it got onto TV, Mm -hmm. and, like, this guy should have been off TV so long ago that this was just one of those ticking time bombs waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, you're familiar with Jim Cornette? Yeah, I am. I mean, it's like, how many times, like, you see all the warning signs. This guy has dropped the N-bomb in the past, Mm -hmm. and, like, it's gonna happen. The wrong thing's gonna come out, and people are gonna lose their their friggin' minds. Yep. And it did. And he got fired, which is kind of a geek out. At least we don't have to listen <laughs> to him anymore. But overall, you know, it shouldn't have happened. Like yeah. They, they got to take better care in editing. Like, yeah. if I made a comment about an ethnicity that was somewhat off color, I imagine you'd be like, probably would yeah, maybe be edit that out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, my next freak out really just grinds my gears. Oh, boy. Okay? <laughs> uh, it's this... I don't even know how to explain it. It's this, all of a sudden, these groups of people just think they're going to save the world Uh by banning straws, banning plastic bags. And it's driving me nuts because I just found out on January 1st in Rhode Island, if you own a business and you have plastic bags in your business and anybody from the town or the state comes in and inspects, you will be fined $300 per plastic bag bag
0: that's crazy i have
2: a box of a thousand shopping bags in my office that is a three hundred thousand dollar fine and what pisses me off is like we it's like I, i all i envision is a bunch of like moms who don't work sitting in starbucks drinking out of their reusable cups And they just decide one day, I think everybody should be forced to make the choice to do what we do. Mm -hmm. And let's start a little group. And the Facebook grows. And then they do it in one town or in one local Starbucks or in one local coffee shop. And then it grows. And I get it. We want to save the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants the planet to be destroyed. But I feel like there's bigger fish to fry than plastic straws and plastic bags. Yeah. Especially when we continue to use trash bags. We have vehicles. Mm -hmm. people smoke cigarettes yeah there's airplanes there's trains like where does it end why these things that honestly just create an inconvenience like have either of you ever tried to drink something out of a paper straw
0: yeah no i i'd I'd go metal if i need to it's
2: the worst experience like you're not even halfway through your iced coffee and the straw is disintegrating into your coffee and and it's just like i don't understand where this movement to like, I understand th- this movement to save the planet, but in a very odd way that is like inconveniencing, I feel a lot. I don't know what Massachusetts laws are with plastic bags yet.
0: I don't know if they've gotten to that point because they're still in like supermarkets and
2: everything.
1: So. Connecticut
2: kicked it. So Rhode uh,
1: Island's kicking it. So Massachusetts is planning yep. on signing a bill that beginning January 1st, 2020, uh, will ban plastic bags in the state. I know why they do it. Uh, I know why legislators are actively moving in that direction. One, because I mean, the environment is kind of fucked. So like, this is one way that is high visibility for them. Like it's, it's a high visibility piece of legislation that affects a lot of people. Right. And so rather than it, rather than them caring that it affects a lot of people, it grabs headlines because it shows that they are making moves towards becoming environmentally friendly. With that being said, You know, a lot of this legislation is like an easy win, Mm -hmm. especially in states where the legislature is largely controlled by one party. So in Massachusetts, it's an easy win for Democrats because Democrats tend to identify with environmentalism. So it's easy for them to say we can ban all plastic bags because half of our towns are already moving in that direction anyway. To another degree, this, is, this actually comes from stuff that I do at work. Yeah. Bags in certain contexts require a bag fee. So, like if you go to like a Target or something and you don't bring your uh, reusable bag, you can get a bag, but it's a ten cent fee. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: That's what California does. We were yeah. out in July. I didn't know. This is what brought it to my attention mm-hmm. was we went in. I don't know where we were to buy something, and they were like, "Do you want paper or plastic?" And I said, "Plastics fine." They said, "It's ten cents per bag." And like I didn't even bat an eye. I was just like, "Okay." Yeah, that's fine. All right. What what gets me is, though, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's high visibility, kind of low impact in, in a way. Like, if that's the case, shouldn't we get rid of automobiles? If yeah. you want to make an impact, shouldn't we make it legislation that by X date, there are only electric vehicles? End of story. No ifs, ands, or buts about there it.
0: There should be, and they might get to that point, but right now- if you take away plastic bags, people yeah. can use paper bags. They can. If you take away automobiles, people can't get to work right. on time.
2: Yeah. Right. But then they sit and they go, well, you know, I, I said, oh, are you going to ban plastic bags? Well, why don't you ban the lunch baggies? What the do you mean trash that bag. That? You know, oh. lunch bag you put your kid's sandwich in? Still sell those in the store. You
1: mean like the re- the ones that are The Ziploc bags. They're, They're plastic. Oh, you mean the Yeah, the Ziploc re- zip oh. bags. Or you sandwich bags I mean? or, I or anything like I go, that, yeah.
2: Oh my God, they just... I feel like they just make such a big deal out of this. And it's just, honestly, it becomes kind of a nuisance. Like, we have the reusable bags, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you how many times I go into the store on my way home, and I'm like, oh, the bags are at home. Yeah. And then I gotta be like, all right, I'll pay now 10 cents for a paper bag, which literally starts to rip mm-hmm. as I'm walking to the car. I'm like, this is so fucking annoying. See, I'm hoping. And <laughs> I scoop my cat's shit out of litter box and put it in the Walmart bags. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of need the plastic bags. That's just me.
0: I'm hoping that this leads to better paper bags in grocery stores. Like, put handles on that crap. Right? Yeah. (laughs)
2: Like,
1: I mean, I want
0: innovation in the paper bag industry.
1: (laughs) There is a difference because you go to like Target, they have the ones with like the rolled paper Mm -hmm. handles, which are pretty strong. Right. And then you go to like Whole Foods and they have like those kind of flimsy, like flat paneled handles Mm that always rip, which is surprising
2: because Whole Foods has the profit margin. Yeah. to get the good bags
0: stop and shop. you they're just like f you with these paper bags <laughs> yeah. like you gotta hold it from the bottom <laughs> there's exactly, no yeah. carrying this exactly. yeah. any yeah. other way
1: but i think like our family has made steps towards like eliminating plastic but also we're like super asian about our plastic so like so at one point we needed to get rid of plastic bags because we just kept all of them under the sink, and it was becoming a problem because the sink cabinet, you know, the the thing where the trash disposal is, Mm -hmm. the doors wouldn't close anymore because we had so many bags. Oh my God. And we keep, you know, all the takeout containers, like our dishwasher, we could open a Chinese restaurant with just our dishwasher (laughs) because we have so many takeout containers. So we've taken steps to like keep plastics from being put back into the environment, Mm -hmm. but I see what you're saying with like the penalty issue. Oh, that just... when you're enforcing a rule with penalties, that is where people tend to back away and don't really see the true purpose of the rule, right? If the true purpose of the rule is to better the environment, but you are being heavily penalized. That's $300, $300 bag. a
2: bag. I was like, I had to read it three or four times. Yeah, I was that's like, crazy. This cannot be the law. It's Man. excessive. Well, now, so I'm going to take that box okay. of 1,000 bags And I'm going to throw it in the trash. That's like
0: a greater fine than throwing trash out of your car on the highway. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is. So now a thousand bags are still going in the trash. They're not full of trash, but you know. Yeah. But you still have to get rid of them. And then, you know, it is a trickle down effect in ways. I mean, there's an industry that creates plastic shopping bags. Are they branded? Inevitably. Are are your bags branded? No, they're just like a generic. It says like, thank you on them. You should start a black
1: market for for uh, <laughs> plastic bags in Rhode Island. Is I like you that. Do you could sell supplements uh-huh. for like a dollar fifty, right? But then the plastic bag is like thirty five dollars, <laughs> right? So like you know, it's it's kind of like what they do with uh, marijuana in places where it's decriminalized, but it's not legal. They're like, please have this juice for sixty dollars and. Is a gift of weed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it's like you're paying, like your are paying. For right, right, right. So I like what you're saying. There. So you know, black market for plastic bags. Yeah. Silver lining. Yep.
2: So anyway, yeah. All right, Rob.
0: That was probably the most political thing we've yeah. ever discussed on the show before. <laughs> uh, so my first one is SoundCloud. This one's gonna yeah. be a little, a little techie. Uh, so I guess it's probably not all layman speak, but I'll try to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to dumb it down as much as possible. As dumb, dumb for dumb people, yeah, we dumb. So we host our podcasts on SoundCloud. We have been for the last few years. Uh, in the last few weeks, there has been a change to the way that the files are served. So I upload files at a certain file size so that we get the best possible quality for the smallest file size. Because I know people download these to their phones. They listen through the internet. So the less data it requires for those people, the more listening they can do, the more they can store. I'm trying to keep it a certain way for people to have the best possible result. So that means serving files that are like 80 kilobytes per second, whereas like CD audio is like 128. Mm Right. And I go to 80 because we don't have like music. Uh It's fine for voice. Yeah. So I upload those to SoundCloud and those would always get served out when people download them from whatever source they download from. Yeah. All of a sudden, in the last like three weeks or so, maybe a month, it is re-encoding those files into 128, stripping all my metadata and serving them out that way. So like I put custom album art on some of the episodes, especially when I upload to SoundCloud so that when a person's listening to it on their computer... Or on their phone, sometimes they'll see that custom art for that episode instead of, like, the overall artwork. That goes away now. Any, any like, titles or anything? On the file itself, you're going to see, because I also go through the website. Like I said, this is a little more technical than I usually get. Because these feeds also go through the GeekGen website, it puts back on, like, titles and stuff. But if you were to download that file right from SoundCloud's feed, strips all that title and, and track information away. It's crazy. So people are getting larger file sizes for no reason. I've emailed SoundCloud for the past month about this issue. And at first, every time I asked them about it, it's almost like they don't even understand their own product or at least the people that are talking with the public. And I get—I assume this is probably common of a lot of places is that the people who the public contacts first are not always the most knowledgeable people. And Mm -hmm. they have a default series of things that they're like, oh, just do this or just do this. I'm like, no, that's not the issue we're having here. Yeah, The issue is that you stopped serving the files that I was uploading Mm -hmm. and you're making your own files now. And they're like, oh, try doing this. I'm like, nope, you're not listening to me. (laughs) And they only answer like once every 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So I like send them back something and then I have to be angry for a day before I get another message back. And I'm still like, nope, you're still not understanding What I'm saying, like I wrote in the last one, I'm like, I will make a video for you if you'd like me to, to show you exactly what is happening here. And twice now they have come back to me and said, oh, we're going to send this off to our tech department so that they can assess Uh it and give you an answer. Yeah. I'm like, that's the black hole. Uh I'm not hearing anything back that way. Yeah, Game over. So I've continued to kind of be a pain in the butt because I want this fixed. Now, it's not the biggest thing in the world. Everyone's still getting the episodes. Users wouldn't really notice too much of a difference, except that maybe some of their storage is getting eaten up a little bit faster, Mm -hmm. especially for all the people who use SoundCloud for hosting reasons. Yeah. So it's not it's not just my issue. I've Mm -hmm. looked at other people's shows to see if the same things happening. And this is a universally SoundCloud thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not just my feed. Even they've made a a few other changes like about the way things are. They have like a top track section now where it lists like your three most popular tracks within a certain time range then it pulls them out of the order that you uploaded so now my episodes Uh. aren't in order anymore on the soundcloud page it's really obnoxious Uh it's not something i can turn off i just i'm getting a little tired of companies making decisions for us that we have no say in as paying customers yeah and they're usually not making the best decisions there are certain things that soundcloud had done at one point at one point they stopped allowing embeds in like facebook or twitter or anything like that and they said it was because it was driving up everybody's traffic because it was making them go to your soundcloud page and listen to more whereas it was actually hurting everyone's mm-hmm. i think they actually did finally roll it back after a sound amount of time mm-hmm. but it was it was a tremendous pain and and they keep making bad decisions like this no i guess so I, I don't like, know you're
1: putting work into a product and you put thought into it and then To have that immediately stripped, literally stripped away and Mm -hmm. then reconfigured in a way that you really weren't keen on in the first place, Mm -hmm. it's taking away sort of like your creative, uh, what's the word? It's taking my agency. Yeah, it's taking away your agency. Exactly. So, I mean, I definitely understand that as far as like your whole like being frustrated with like talking to people like in customer service yeah 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 like i mean I, I i know exactly what you're going through and i empathize heavily because i mean i do that you know five days a week oh i'm sure um you know it was, you know i was part of work and and i have to do it with departments of revenue and that is Ooh, that's the, fine that is the worst <laughs> i would rather have like a year of fucking norovirus than fucking having to talk to these idiots so <laughs> Yeah, like I definitely, I know where you're coming from, and I hear exactly what you're saying, and that sucks, because SoundCloud can be this sort of, I mean, it, it is what it does for content creators, what the internet did for a lot of people, kind of democratize that distribution process, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't have any gatekeepers telling you, like, oh, this is not good enough, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, it's really just you connecting directly with the people, But to have something interfering with that in the middle, Mm -hmm. especially when it's technical like this and you don't have a lot of agency in terms of like how you correct course, correct. Right. Right. That sucks. Yeah. It's a
0: choice that they just made. And now I have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: like, it doesn't sound like it's going to get corrected quickly.
0: No, no. I bet they don't even know exactly what happened. It probably was something else they were doing. And then they were just like, oops.
1: And if it's universal, it just sounds to me like that was a decision that was made like at the top of like the product department at soundcloud and they were just like we're gonna do this because this group of people complained and we heard them loudly Mm -hmm. so now this -hmm. is gonna be our middle ground Mm -hmm. you know and that sucks because it takes away agency the dumbest part about the whole thing
0: is that like i don't understand the full technical layout of it obviously because i'm not or else i'd build my own soundcloud (laughs) but the the biggest annoyance about it is that my file is still accessible to me that I uploaded. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like there's a download button you can put on the tracks and I can just click and download that file. So it's like, just serve it. You have it. What are you doing?
1: Like why put extra work into it? Yeah.
0: You're making it harder on yourself to accomplish something. They're making that the I file bigger. Want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they're making their, they're imposing like an additional layer of process that they need to go through. Like in that way, it seems almost inefficient. Like yeah. why are they doing exactly. that? Yeah.
0: Like, I'm trying to make things easier for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Solve my problem and solve everybody's problem. I've already made this decision for us. Yes. Just please execute my vision. Please <laughs> yes. just give them what I want them to have. My other
0: freak out is I don't know if you guys have started or tried watching Batwoman at no. all. So this is the one with uh, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's bad. Is bad? It's bad. No. It, it's, it's I'm I wasn't expecting it to be good. Oh, OK, it's it's bad, mostly in just the sense that bad's maybe not the right word. It's boring. Oh, it's, that that real sucks. boring. And I know it's another show in the DCCW.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I was hoping it would be different in some way, but it's like a cookie cutter. It's like they have a formula that they just kind of go by for every show that they add uh-huh. to this universe. So there's nothing different about it. And unfortunately, I kind of figured this would be the case because I saw Ruby Rose's Batwoman even for just the brief time that she was in the crossover event last year. Mm -hmm. Uh And I was kind of like bummed about that at the time as well. She is the worst part about the show. Like she's upstaged by everybody. The actress? Yeah, she's not good. She's just wooden like. I imagine she can do the action stuff pretty well, and that's uh-huh. a large reason that they got her. But she doesn't bring anything to the role. She's incredibly monotone as far as like performance goes.
1: So what you're saying is her role in John Wick Two is really sort of like the ceiling for her acting capability. I think it is, honestly, because I plays, enjoyed her in that. She plays a she plays a deaf like sort of assassin in that movie and she's just <laughs> signing the yet. whole time. Yeah. She doesn't oh my talk. God. Yeah. She doesn't talk. So it's kind of like, wow. So and I that's guess, the ceiling. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Like if it really is that way, yeah, it kind of makes sense.
0: Now I haven't seen her in other things. So I can't fully gauge. I know she made her breakout in orange is the new black, but I, I, I haven't seen that at all. I wonder which girl is this heavily
1: tattooed. She's in the later seasons. I think. She's oh the yeah.
2: I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, short yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she good in that at all? Uh, Must not be. Not <laughs> hardly mean, memorable. Was, apparently, yeah. I have a feeling that the acting wasn't any different than Batgirl.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a one note character. There's no depth yeah. there, or if there is, it's not portrayed in any particular way.
2: Well, she probably wasn't a fan of the material, and then got the casted. Like, if you were, like imagine if if you were you got casted to play. Even a young Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. like you'd be so excited and so into it. You'd put everything you could into the performance. I would, but that doesn't mean that even if I was, would
0: I actually have the ability to portray everything I'd want to put into it? Cause I'm not like a professional
2: trained actor. No, yeah. but my guess is going to be that she doesn't understand the source material or doesn't understand the character enough. So she's yeah. just trying to play what she thinks the character is supposed possible. to be. I mean, she wasn't that great. And maybe she's just a bad actress too. You know,
1: I mean, I don't, I haven't really seen her in a lot of stuff, so I can't really gauge her acting ability, Mm -hmm. but, you know, she does check off a lot of boxes for somebody to play a Batwoman type character. Mm -hmm. So maybe they just thought they could kind of skate around the lack of talent in the acting department, you Mm -hmm. know, but that's unfortunate because I saw, I remember seeing like the the trailers and commercials for Batwoman. And oh, the trailers like, were abysmal. Well, oh, I mean, I, I was I I was hopeful. Oh, that, really? That they would be better.
0: Oh, it, the the first trailer for Batwoman is one of the most downvoted things on YouTube, really? like in history. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it had this like hyper feminism in it, oh. and there were those lines in there that even women were pissed off about. Like, are they just gonna do this? the trailers had a very weird tone okay well that's too bad yeah
1: my only real exposure to batwoman is from the animated movies mm-hmm. there was uh wh- which one was it i think it was like bad blood yep the one where like all of the bat kids yes came together yep. and that batwoman was <laughs> that's great. batwoman yeah that's, <laughs> that's like actually batwoman like yeah. that's the one that we wanted to see yeah i think and so that's why I say it's unfortunate, because, I mean, that was such a great character because she kind of stands in contrast to Batman in certain respects. Mm-hmm. And so it would have fleshed out a better universe, I think, yeah. if it was successful. But it sounds like it's not. No. It, and character wise, like even as
0: far as what she does in the story, like Bruce is gone, has been gone for the last three years. And so is Batman. So like I'm two episodes in, she hasn't even become Batwoman yet. She's just wearing the Batman suit
1: the old batman suit yeah and
0: everyone thinks batman's back
1: oh okay oh Mm. is that why her head looks weird because like she's stuffing all of her hair into the cowl must be yeah okay and then when she she eventually (laughs) will transition transition, yeah (laughs) you're not too far off it's like there's this (laughs) giant bulge above yeah it looks odd yeah it's like her forehead and then you see like this weird bulge and then the ears it's like like,
0: ruby rose doesn't have a ton of hair anyway no yeah
1: so So, why is that bulge there? i think it's just a poorly made cowl honestly that's too bad I mean, you expect to see like, especially Batman stuff to be top tier. Mm-hmm, you never mm-hmm. want it to be like, you can maybe get away with some lower tier stuff with like another character, like maybe Hawkman, mm-hmm. but Batman's like the banner carrier for the entire DC mm-hmm. franchise, right? Yeah. So, you, so any Batman related thing, you'd want it to be top tier as well. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. So I'm going
0: to make it like my treadmill show until crisis happens and then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have a couple reviews to go over as well. Paulo, you watched something I watched too. And I think, Mike, you actually. I didn't. I did
2: not. I know. I've been told by numerous people to watch this show.
1: Yeah. So my review is for the boys season one Mm -hmm. on Amazon. If you, for some reason, have not heard about this show, it is a show about a world where superheroes exist and they are not exactly what we think they are. Uh, I think that's kind of, like, the best way to describe it in the vaguest way possible. Mm -hmm. It it just, I mean, it's basically, like, superheroes, they're just like us, literally. Like, they have these powers, but they are also human at their core. Mm -hmm. And so they have their individual issues. And I think that becomes very clear in, like, the first three episodes. So it's about this fictitious city where there is a group of, how many of them are there? seven, Mm -hmm. right? these seven superheroes that are kind of like this almost like justice league esque type of entity that are being run by a corporation and they commercialize their superhero duties to each of them is definitely like an archetype of Mm -hmm. the
0: actual justice league,
1: right? There's like a Superman type.
0: There's a speedster. There's There's a a wonder woman type. There's an Aquaman type. Yeah. There's like
1: a kind of Batman ish guy that never talks. Yeah. So these heroes are, I'm using air quotes here. These (laughs) heroes are not what their public image is in real life. Like they are actually, you know, just regular human beings. They make mistakes, but their mistakes are amplified by their powers to Mm -hmm. a degree. So that's kind of where we meet the main character is during an accident. Like his girlfriend gets run over by the speedster of the show and it uses like, Sort of like pseudo science, like mm-hmm. it's like what would happen if somebody actually got hit by somebody moving at the speed of light, right? And so, like they're like having this romantic moment on a sidewalk, and then the speedster runs through her, and then she just explodes. She basically yeah gets vaporized. Yeah. Oh and my god! And the guy, or the main character, is left holding two of her hands, <laughs> and he's just like, ah! like you see him go through like right. this range of emotions. It's and almost then, like she popped. Yeah. And then you see how these heroes sort of deal with it almost inconsequentially. Like he ran through this girl, he totally vaporized this girl. Right. And he's just like, Oh, sorry. And he just keeps going. Right. And so after that happens, we learn about this group of sort of vigilantes who have all in some way been affected by the seven, these Mm -hmm. superheroes and um, the main character sort of joins up with them. And, the rest of the show is kind of like this revenge plot almost like oh, how cool. do we get back at the supers mm-hmm. for ruining our lives basically and everyone is everybody's is fully justified i think mm-hmm. yep. in like their hatred for the heroes and so you kind of see like a lot of parallels with like the real world except instead of maybe like super celebrities we have superheroes mm-hmm. you yep. know so like these these people are able to get away with a lot because they're they're covered by their, the, the commercialization of their It's almost their like powers. all the crap
0: professional athletes get to get away with sometimes yeah. because right. of like their endorsements right. and the money they make.
1: And, or their talent or yeah. their power, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the show, I mean, without spoiling too much, um, people switch sides. The things get twisted around. And at the very end of season one, there's like a sort of plot twist that mm-hmm. really sets up season two. And... There, okay, so there's like this whole... So Carl Urban's in the show. Oh, yeah, okay. He's like he, the head of the boys. Yeah. yeah. And he has this entire... like, His entire reason for getting back at the Supers is so well-developed throughout the entire mm-hmm. course of the show. It is. And In the last five minutes, they completely stop that shit. <laughs> it's like a train just runs into a wall, and then you're like, what's going to happen next? Yep. And so, yeah, I mean... I would definitely, if you haven't already watched this show, you should watch it.
0: And it's one of those ones where as soon as you watch episode one, you're going to be like, Oh, got to watch the next, right? yeah, watch I the watch next list.
1: one. We haven't had a chance to it's sit incredible. down. And get to it is really good. Like, show. and it's an original story too, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Like you don't get a lot of these original shows nowadays where it's so, I almost say intoxicating because right. like, you want to, you want to keep watching it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like Netflix is asking you, do you want to continue watching? It's like, you actively want to see the next episode. Yeah. So, if you have Amazon Prime, definitely check out the boys season one, season two. And most f- people
0: do. So, they're filming two right now.
1: It's either filming yeah. or they just finished. It's great. Carl Urban is fantastic. He
0: really is. Like, There's a lot of good performances in here.
1: Yeah. Like a lot of the like the, the Frenchie, that guy yep. is pretty cool. Yep. I like him. Yeah, the, uh,
0: the main character that we kind of follow is yeah. Jack Quaid. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah He's yeah. actually
0: Dennis Quaid's son. That's oh, Dennis cool. Quaid's son. Yes, it is. I didn't
1: even. Oh my God. I didn't even put that together. Yep. That's How insane. crazy he's
0: the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan.
1: Uh, yep. Like I had seen him in other stuff before. I just mm-hmm. never put that together.
0: It's crazy. Oh, that's and so the, cool. The dude who plays Homelander is amazing. Oh yeah. In the show. Cause he can 180. like it's, it's crazy. He's yeah. so
1: good. He is really good. And like, he kind of brings that character to life. Absolutely. And you, you totally expect like a Superman sort of like copy to be right. like boring. But he's so good. Like, mm-hmm. he's so flawed that you're like, I fucking hate this guy so yeah. much. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's just. Elizabeth Shue comes
0: out of nowhere with a fantastic performance. Yeah,
1: she is definitely the corporate villain mm-hmm. slash scum of the earth. Like, is just exactly what you would think. Like Alex Luger it's like lex Luthor, like but worse i said luger you oh did my, yeah <laughs> my head went to wrestling lex luther but yeah it's um, great too
0: because we don't just get the outside view we also follow along like what's actually happening in the inner circle mm-hmm. with somebody who's like newly adopted into the seven uh. yeah
1: so you kind of get she's she's kind of like almost an agent for the audience to a degree because you see exactly what it's like for the normies, you know, like yeah. because you identify exactly with them because you don't have any powers. Mm-hmm. But then she act th- this new super that gets inducted into the seven, she's kind of like a vehicle for the audience to see how exactly how fucked up everything is. Mm-hmm. And it gets pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like from the moment she joins, like mm-hmm. it's terrible. And like you're just like, these people are horrible. We should just nuke all of them. <laughs> <Jeez>. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely, I recommend it. Yeah, 100%. It's an incredible so show. Successfully make you hate the superheroes. A hundred percent. Not all of them, though. Not all of them. Most of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is one of the best shows I've seen in the last few years. Yeah,
1: and it it successfully sort of navigates through the whole like. Oh, this is just another superhero show because it's not. It's it is more not. Of like, no. It's more of no like means. a yeah. It's it. Superheroes are just kind of like the backdrop for everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you should watch that tonight. <laughs> After you throw they all do. your plastic
2: bags away, yeah. or while you're <laughs> while I'm throwing them <laughs> while you're yeah. stashing them away. Yeah. yeah. All right, Volpe, what's yours? Well, we I decided I would do a review of the new Disney Plus streaming service. Yeah. You, did you get it? So we haven't gotten it yet. Okay. Nor have I. All right. So I figured I'd rate it on a couple different things. The price, accessibility, navigation, you know, how it how mm-hmm. you're sure. able to get through, the content that's available. Mm-hmm. So price wise, right now, it's six ninety nine a month. Which is which great. Is, it's cheap. As or far as training
0: services go, yeah. Sixty nine
2: ninety nine in full for the year, which breaks down to a little bit less. It's like five right. eighty three a month. For an extra six dollars a month, you can tack Hulu onto it, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool.
0: Commercial Hulu though, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Regular commercial.
0: Commercial regular. supported. Hulu. Um,
2: the Hulu does have a live streaming TV option, which is what I have, and it's forty five dollars a month. They haven't bundled it with that yet. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm interested in seeing what that turns out to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it was an extra ten dollars a month, so it was fifty five dollars a month for Hulu live TV and Disney Plus, that would be worth it. So overall, I'd give the price like a a four out of five. Price is great. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in comparison to other services. We'll see where it where it goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, the current price is good, but you can't bundle it with everything Hulu has to offer yet. Right. Um, As far as accessibility, you can watch it on pretty much anything. I mean, all the Apple devices. I know one
0: had a lot of issues with signing in and stuff.
2: Yeah, there was. uh, Ashley was struggling to get signed in on one of the devices. Uh, You can sign in and simultaneously stream different shows on four different devices at the same time wow that's pretty good so we could each be watching something different on ashley's account with ashley (laughs) at home watching something and it would be it would let you do that that's cool i don't know where the limit is Mm -hmm. i don't know like how many devices you can ultimately download it and be logged on with like you four people at once but is that like you got four devices I I or would assume that unlimited devices I'm not sure.
0: I would assume it's unlimited devices just based on that's a hard thing to police otherwise. Yeah.
2: Uh yeah, I mean Hulu does it. You can only have one major device. Oh wow. So it can either be Ashley's Apple TV or it's my Xbox 1. It can't be both. Oh,
0: that's weird. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah.
2: But you can download this on Xbox, PlayStation, smart TV. So mm-hmm. it's accessible. Like you can get it. Uh the navigation is simple like if you can navigate The closest thing would be Netflix. I find Amazon to be the hardest thing to navigate, the the prime. But it's got it set up right off the bat with different categories like Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and Mm -hmm. National Geographic. So you can go to any one of those topics right away and see everything. The movies are categorized by your usual action, adventure, horror, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Horror?
1: Well. You have horror on Disney? That would be awesome. No, probably
2: not horror. Uh, Action, adventure, comedy. Um, okay, so the typical yeah. yeah your typical you know subgenres, or you could just do A to Z. Mm-hmm. So and same thing with the TV shows, they have a watch list so you can save whatever you want to watch, and then they have all their original stuff just like everybody else, cool. all under one category. As far as the content goes, this is where it kind of gets rough. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of great stuff, but it's coming. It's not there yet. So I feel like if you're a nostalgia person. You're going to love what it currently is. Like all the stuff from the vault is there. Mm-hmm. A ton of movies that like were hard to find anywhere else. The Muppet movies are there. Doug is there. The Simpsons is on it.
0: Simpsons had an issue though. Did you hear about that? No. What happened? They adjusted the aspect ratio of all the episodes. Mm. So that it would be widescreen. So by doing that, they cut off oh. like the tops and the bottoms and because there's so much visual humor in Simpsons, it actually ruined a lot of stuff. But apparently they are fixing that for next year.
2: Yeah, um, Autumn sat down and just put it on and was watching the Simpsons Christmas. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You're seven. Simpsons. OK, I'll let it go. What do I care? <laughs> I always go, you're not know, my kid. Watch whatever you want. It seemed fine. So maybe they're correcting that pretty they quickly. They will be. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of Marvel stuff. The 90s X-Men, the 90s Spider-Man. Gargoyles, gargoyles yeah gargoyles oh that's why there. that's They've like the
0: main reason i want it
2: star wars stuff on there boy meets world so there's mm. a lot of great like nostalgic stuff that you, yeah. and it's exciting like when i saw this like willow i watched that with the other night have you seen willow yeah it held up pretty well i mean as far as special effects go for the most part it did okay i mean there's some moments where you're like uh but for a movie <laughs> that was made in 89 yeah, yeah, yeah it held up well for an 89 movie uh-huh uh but that was exciting so the con with the the content is that a lot of stuff, it has a waiting period of upwards of like 18 months. Like mm-hmm. you go to watch some of the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. and it literally will say in yellow print under not available until, and it'll give you the date of like June 20th, 2021 due to contract obligations tied up in other
0: streaming services
2: exactly the problem is i was like okay and then i went to the next thing i was like oh that too even things like adventures and babysitting i don't know who's got the rights to that but that's not available in 2021 Uh the problem was don't put this on the screen if i can't watch it you're filling space to make it look like you have more than you do and that frustrated me and then, like, their original content is a little ant. Like, they have stuff with Forky from Toy Story yeah, 4. Yeah. The kids will like that. I think the best thing that they have on there, and it's an ongoing thing that they're they're putting on. There's two episodes called um, The Imagineering Story. So, it goes back and shows you how well oh, Disney cool. developed Disneyland. Mm. Like, I learned they built Disneyland in one year. Wow. One year. Literally, like, from top to bottom, this park needs to be done, he told them, in under 12 months. And they did it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's mind-blowing. Like, I don't think they could do that today. No. But they were able to do it back then. And then the second chapter goes into him passing away, going into Disney World, his brother and stuff. So, as far as content goes, you know, two and a half. Like, there's nostalgic, but a lot is
0: missing. Yeah, I don't like the idea of... You might not have have been in the mood to watch Adventures in Babysitting. You might not have been actively Mm -hmm. seeking it out. And then you saw it and you were like, oh... Yeah, okay. I watched and then you that as a on kid. it and then it's not there. Yeah. So they're they're creating an expectation where well, there was they had none.
2: Endgame, but Infinity War is not available. Yeah. So let's say you don't have Netflix and you wanted to watch this stuff. A lot of Captain America movies are unavailable. Not mm-hmm. all of them. But it's frustrating because you can't watch everything.
0: The oh. Spider Man movies will not be on it, period. Because Sony owns the rights.
2: Oh, that sucks. You can't get the full experience. Yep. Overall, I think it's it's worth getting just because you can watch a lot of older stuff. Yeah, uh, You get the vault, you get all the stuff, the old cartoons. So the, the Mandalorian's on there. Yep, The kids will love it. There. Yep. Uh, the wow. will love it. Mm-hmm. And there's still stuff for adults. It's great to just sit down and pick a movie that you watch as a kid. Yeah, But you know if you're going in expecting that you're going to be able to watch everything, you are going to be disappointed. But for 6 you get what you pay for. And I think that when everything is available, when all the new Marvel stuff yeah, comes it'll out, be worth it there's going to have to be a price hike. I imagine it's going to go up a little bit. At the moment, I'd say it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's worth downloading. It's worth getting. There's enough material to yeah. keep you entertained, but they have a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah, I remember, like, maybe two or three months before they launched, they had that deal where you could, like, buy three years of it for, like, a heavily discounted price. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking at that time, like, What if everything's not available? Because I knew that a lot Mm -hmm. of the Marvel shows weren't going to come out until next year, 2021. And so, like, you know, you're kind of buying into, you know, one to two years of pure nostalgia. Like, that's it. Yep. Right. And then I remember thinking, like, oh, The Mandalorian, that looks really good. Like, I really want to watch that. And then I heard before they launched that'd be releasing on like every Friday, kind of like a traditional like appointment TV Mm -hmm. show. And then I was like, oh, then maybe I can wait. You know, because if I can bank, I don't know, maybe like four or five episodes, then, you know, I can make like a holiday weekend out of it or sure, something, sure. you know? And so it really, for me, it was like, it was more about budgeting the time out because right now I have prime and cable mm-hmm. TV, right? And then in con in stark contrast to that, I don't have as much time to mm-hmm. fully exploit those. Mm-hmm. So if I add Disney Plus to that, like, for example, this month or even in in Christmas, mm-hmm. like in December, sure, I have some time off books so I could, you know, indulge in streaming stuff. But do all three need to be in my life? You know what I mean? Right. Like at this point and then like, you know, the Mandalorian is probably not going anywhere once they even finish releasing all the shows. It's going to be. on. Oh, Disney yeah, it'll Plus. just be there. Yeah. So there's no real like urgency to get it right now. Yeah unless I want to participate in this you know the like the social commentary about the show which to an extent is being governed at this point a lot by spoilers don't spoil the show for me mm-hmm. at least in you know in my group of friends I haven't seen a lot of people spoiling it so I I mean I know about baby Yoda and all that stuff sure, but yeah, yeah. you know it's everywhere I'm yeah. still it's still a lot of the show is a mystery to me mm-hmm. so there's not a huge urgency there and I I anticipate that at some point I'm probably going to get it because, you know, I have kids and it, that's just automatic babysitter. Yeah. You just turn that on <laughs> and it's just like they just keep going. So maybe at some point, but there is no urgency right now. So I see what you're saying about yeah. the price. Yeah. Yeah. I So so as far
2: as stars go, I'd say, you know, overall, the three and a half yeah. star experience. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. But Not it's bad. Disney. So you always expect, well, it's Disney. Yeah. yeah. They're going to knock it out of the park and they will. Yeah, I think two years from now when we have this conversation, I'm like, look at the amount oh, yeah. of shit they have. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff we gotta, we can't consume it. Yeah,
0: as so. soon as the original Marvel shows start, I'll be all in. Yeah, oh, then you'll have The amount
1: of people subscribing is going to go. If I may, Disney Plus is the Popeye's chicken sandwich of streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> it is excessively hot right now because mm-hmm. it is new, and there are some things that people are consuming it for nostalgia, The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. right? But at the end of the day, it's a chicken sandwich. Am I going to stab somebody over a chicken sandwich? Probably not. Am I going to immediately sign up for oh, Disney what's Plus? What's your hunger level on that? Uh, I'm not you're really going I am not hungry. You're a, satisfied. Yeah,
0: I'm not. There are other places with chicken sandwiches,
1: too. There yeah. are, and they're good. Yeah. So, hot take.
0: <laughs> uh, mine is a movie that I just recently watched. Full disclosure, Warner Brothers did send me a copy of it. Uh, that yeah. is Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans I don't know if either of you saw the previous movie. You could kind of say it was the first one and this is the sequel, even though you can totally watch this one independently. You mean the Teen Titans Go the movies? Yeah, Teen yeah, yeah. Titans Go the movies. Did you watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Have you watched that I mean, No, I didn't. Did you enjoy it? It was great, yeah. It was surprisingly enjoyable yeah. for a show that I don't really watch because Teen Titans Go, the actual show itself, is a little too young for my tastes. Right, But the movie was, like, very meta and, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of in-jokes. Yep. It was well-crafted.
1: The first fart joke in the first 15 minutes of the show was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was a well-written fart joke. I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you like that one, (laughs) Teen Titans Go! versus Teen Titans is more of the same. Okay. So, at the end of Teen Titans Go! the movies, there is a, like, post-credit scene where the Teen Titans... That we're familiar with from like the one that showed on tv before teen titans go are you familiar with the separation even the
2: difference between them
0: yeah yeah, yeah i've okay. seen that the, the, so there was there yeah. was the original teen titans If mm-hmm. people don't know uh there was the original teen titans cartoon and then uh after that was over they came back a year or so later and they were like oh here's Teen Titans go which is like a, an even more kiddie version yeah of that and a little more like hyper and add and all yeah, that flashy stuff.
1: colors definitely yeah. for kids yeah
0: absolutely so, at the end of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, there's a post-credit scene where the Teen Titans show up. And we're like, what? And uh-huh. everyone thought Teen Titans, the show, was coming back. Yeah. Actually, the weekend that I worked with Tara Strong in Boston, because mm-hmm. she's Raven in both of those, people kept asking her. And she's like, I don't know. She legitimately did <laughs> not know. Even, Tell us. Yeah. Even, like, when there weren't people around, she turned to me and be like... Like, seriously, I don't know. <laughs> she was hopeful that the series would come just back. Just keep asking. Because yeah. it's more work and, you know, you always want more work. Mm-hmm. But they did this instead. I'm a little surprised they didn't go into movie theaters like Go to the Movies did. Because uh-huh. I thought Go to the Movies was profitable. I could be wrong. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's everywhere, though. Yeah. I mean, it's literally everywhere. It was, it was very well
0: done, like we said. Yeah. Uh, the humor is, like, exactly the same in this one the amount of meta jokes and stuff mm-hmm. that are in it are absolutely fantastic. Like there is one point where they sing a song. It's a pretty short one. And then at the end of it, <laughs> a character goes, why did we just do that? Mm. And someone else says <laughs> to pat out screen time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: so like, that's the kind of humor uh-huh. that's in this movie. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And because it is kind of like a multiverse style story, So we get not only those Teen Titans and the Teen Titans Go, but as any movie would, they get to play around with even more versions of the Titans and a larger multiverse. And it's a lot of fun to see all those different takes kind of come in. I'm not going to say any of them Mm -hmm. because I don't want to take away anything that people would enjoy the surprise of. But overall, super fun, enjoyable movie teen Titans go to the movies was better than I expected. And I was like, Oh man, that was a lot of fun. That was super cool. Are
2: either of these streaming anywhere or they have to be probably DC universe. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I think teen Titans go to the movies is I I, like, we saw it on Comcast. They Mm -hmm. have it for free in the free movie section, but not teen Titans go versus teen Titans.
3: So,
0: Mm. well, yeah, cause this one's still really new. Yeah. this is only out within the last few weeks or so. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. If, uh, If the first one appealed to you or if you just enjoy like funny superhero stuff. Yeah.
1: That's not a fart. That's just air coming out of my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that just a fart?
0: So good. Uh, That is it for this week. So final thoughts or something you would like to plug, Paul O?
1: I would like to plug No Nut November. We still have a few days left. Hold your seed, gentlemen, and take the money that you would ordinarily give to your favorite Instagram hoes. Patreon or OnlyFans, and then maybe throw that at the Geek Generation, even if if it's just for a couple of months. I mean, we would like it if it was longer than a couple of months, but you know, I mean, we understand budgets, right? These these ladies don't need your help. The Geek Generation does, so they're trying to make a living too. Yeah, but there's a lot. There are just an excessive number of horny men out there, so they're they're doing fine. They really are. That's true. But the Geek Generation could use your help, so definitely give. TheGeekGeneration.com a look. I think there's a Patreon link, right? There is. TheGeekGeneration.com slash support. Uh, Click on that link and throw some money this way so that we can make this content even better.
2: Mike Volpe. Wow. I have to
1: follow that.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm coming back out with cake batter flavored protein. Mm. So that'll be out in a couple weeks. Just before. Well, before Christmas, it'll be out. It's awesome in oatmeal. So while you've got all that pent up sexual frustration and your testosterone is just absolutely raging, you should probably, along with other things, go to the gym and and maybe get healthy. So if you go to SBV dot com, that will be available within the coming weeks to uh, to purchase. And I will ship it right to your front door Buy the supplements. He will throw away the plastic bags. He promises. <laughs> but they do come in a plastic container. So
1: but those you know. aren't penalized. Hold Not yet. <laughs>
2: The
0: Geek Generation is part of the Geek Generation Network. If you like this show, be sure to check out our other podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please rate the show and write a review. We may even read your review on an upcoming episode. Watch our live events at twitch.tv thegeekgeneration. You can support this show and get access to exclusive bonus content by visiting our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com support. Continue the conversation with us on our Discord server at thegeekgeneration.com slash Discord. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back soon with more geeky stuff for you, and we will see you then. Later.
3: Make it so.